0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Edgework. Today, we have the Thursday show. I'm joined with so Money, Alex Smith and Rusty Bill. Guys, how's it going today? Last night, very, very small slate, but only two games. But I'm sure you guys had a couple bets down. How'd they go today or yesterday?
1: Well, it could have been better for me. I know uh, I like that Pittsburgh-Buffalo game to go into overtime, and it looked like it was in great shape, 3-3, and all of a sudden... Pittsburgh, that fatigue really showed they got sloppy, they took some dumb penalties, and Buffalo ran away with it, uh, getting a couple empty net goals late, so 6-3 was the final, so wasn't necessarily, a, you know, the handicap was right, but the result didn't hit, so that's, that's going to happen on a day-to-day basis.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's that's not a bad look at all. Yeah, it was right on track to, to hit there for a while. Yeah, I think, like you said, the, the Pittsburgh Penguins got really fatigued and gave up a lot of easy goals at the end there um i was fortunate enough to hit on the over on both games and so that turned out well for me um
3: yeah
2: was a good, yeah a couple of good games I had, uh,
3: yeah. I had nothing yesterday i was uh um DNHL nhl gave me the morning off and i was uh i was busy uh dealing with people who were uh, messaging me about games being fixed so, I was <laughs> with that, on- so that-,
0: that was a great little twitter thread you had there if you guys didn't see that check out at so money sports on twitter he has a great little. Funny Twitter thread from posted a picture of his DMS. It's hilarious. You guys got to check it out. But anyways, let's get into last night's games fully. Um, first game of the night. We had the Leafs against the Flyers. Uh, if you watch, if you're a, a big fan of the hammer betting network, you know, a lot of us here love the Leafs or we hate the Leafs. I'm the, I'm part of the team that loves the Leafs big fan. Uh, they ended up pulling out a win as minus 300 favorites, which we crazy this season. We haven't seen often, but um yeah they they ended up pulling out the win uh bill do you have any thoughts on last night's game
2: yeah i mean i think if they could uh if they could face felix sandstrom every game then these leafs team would look like uh like standing stanley cup contenders for sure but i think that you know what everyone saw last night was what everyone hoped coming into the season john Tavares just completely took over and uh in the third period you know he had he had the hat trick and he just had that filthy filthy goal in the third period that just you know got everybody excited. So I think I mean, basically what I expected. I had uh, I actually had my numbers like the Leafs last night, but I liked the over a lot more. And I didn't want to you know lay a crazy price, and you know the Flyers to do something unexpected. So I'm glad that I'm glad we went with the over, and the over got there. But yeah, I think you know the Leafs showed exactly what everyone was hoping they would show, and we'll see if, if that continues going forward when they face a little bit better goalie competition than uh, than stanstrom <laughs> yeah
0: for sure Alex, were you going to say something? Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it was a, I mean, it was it was the John Tavares show last night. He had the hat trick, yeah, had the boy. assist. And, you know, he those guys have to step up. It can't be Austin Matthews all all, all the game, uh, every game. You know, those other guys have to kind of, you know, chip in and contribute. And, you know, even look at Mitch Marner. He's got 11 points in 11 games. We've kind of given him flack for different things so far this year. You know, how he sometimes just doesn't show up on the other end of the ice. But uh, offensively, he's getting the job done as well. they got to keep that consistency flowing, though. Uh, and, of course, get some solid goaltending. Like I said, it helps when you're playing the team on the second night of a back-to-back and a a, a bad backup goalie. But, uh, you know, now if they can piece those wins together against quality teams and quality goaltending, they might have something
3: brewing. Uh, All I want is to keep seeing the Leafs – in the minus three, three, 300 range long-term, and I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sounds yeah, there are
2: some options to go the other way for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the Leafs definitely
0: got off to the right foot there. Um, hopefully, they can continue that for my sake, for my mental sake. Um, but anyways, on to the next game from last night. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Guys, Pittsburgh was looking like they were going to crush that game. Jason Zucker with the Yager salute. And then what happened? What happened, Pittsburgh? They lost 6-3. Craziness, craziness, Alex. You got us anything? Any specific takes on this game?
1: Well, yeah, like I said, I alluded to it earlier. We you know the, the fatigue showed, and they took two back-to-back really bad penalties late. Uh, Buffalo ends up, you know, going ahead. Like I said, they just went on a, on a roll, basically had a rally in the th- third period. But even when that game was tied at three. Uh, like I said, it was still kind of a back and forth battle. Pittsburgh had a few chances, but once they put themselves in the hole in the penalty box, uh, that's when uh, Buffalo kind of ran away with it. And if you looked at the previous four meetings, so like two of those had gone to overtime or shootout. The other two, a two-one game and a one-nothing game. So they always play each other really tight. And that score is a tad bit misleading because of those two empty net goals. But uh, like I said, that the scheduling spot really kind of crushed Pittsburgh. All, you know, they were out west for a bunch of games, then had to come home play a red hot Boston team. They came back from from a deficit, forced overtime, and now another come from behind loss for the Penguins. They got a couple of days to kind of regroup, figure things out before they have to play Seattle on Saturday.
3: Yeah, the one the, the one thing that stands out for uh, Pittsburgh is that they've really gotten away from the style that Mike Sullivan wants to play, um, and we and we saw that. Well, I saw that firsthand here against the Canucks. Where, I mean, if you can make the Canucks look good right now, there's there's really something wrong with you, right? So I think that, um, um, and and it's also the blown leads, right? That's not really what what Mike Sullivan and the Penguins have been about. They're like with this core, they know how to how to shut games down. So um, I wouldn't panic right now if I were a Penguins fan, but there's definite cause of concern uh, because this is not the way that 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 we've seen this team play, and also we have to. I, Keep in mind that they've been dealing with some injuries as well, right? So, um, until until those guys come back healthy, I think that um, we need to just give them a little bit more time.
1: But that's a that's the thing with Pittsburgh—they're always dealing with injuries. Like you know, Chris Latang is see, hurt. Yeah. When, when, think, think of a season when Chris Latang wasn't hurt. Or think of yeah. a season when when you know Malkin didn't miss a few games, Crosby didn't miss a few games. So they've all the the thing that's different about this year and even last year compared to previous seasons is their depth is so thin now. Especially when you look down in the, in, in the AHL organization, where they had guys that could plug and play. Well, those guys they could plug and play a few years ago. They're not with the team. Brian Rust is a, a prime example. So they don't have those fill-in spots, those gaps. And, and for an older team, when you have guys like Jeff Carter, Chris Latang all you know, on the wrong side of thirty. Uh, and they get hurt, then, you know, you can't really fill in. And, and then that on top of, like I said, the scheduling spots, it just makes for some bad games. And, and, and because of Pittsburgh getting off to a hot start, we're getting some value going against them at times because uh, they've always been a public team. Everybody wants to talk about Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. And, and, and so they always draw in money. Yeah,
0: that might be a good little angle moving forward, especially from that hot streak to start the season. Take a look at uh, teams playing Pittsburgh, and maybe you can find some A good edge there but that wraps up uh, last night's game before we get into tonight's games guys if you're watching us on twitter come over to youtube guys You, you can interact with us here you can talk live in the chat if you're tweeting at us we can't really see it during the show so if you want to interact with us live and see what we think about what what you guys want to hear about then come come check us out on youtube you can find us in the description of the Edgework Twitter account, at Edgework Show, So go to at Edgework Show, look at the link tree in the description, and you can find our YouTube there. And while you're on YouTube, click the subscribe button, guys. You'll be notified every time we go live. All right, let's get into tonight's games, starting with Boston, New York. The Rangers confirmed Igor Shesterkin is starting. On the other hand, Boston, we don't know if it's Kinkade or Allmark. Krejci is looking might might be hurt, might not play this game. It's looking like a game time decision. And just before we got on, there was actually some movement towards the Rangers' side. So, Bill, you got you wanted to talk about this game a lot. Uh, let's hear your take on it.
2: Yeah, I think this will be one of the one of the better games on the slate tonight. Um, just looking at a numbers perspective, my numbers do make Boston a slight favorite. So, if I'm going to get Olmark in goal and um, Krejci confirmed, then I probably will make a play on Boston. Uh, I haven't done anything yet. I haven't locked anything in yet, but this Bruins team has just been shot out of a cannon. they their sixth in expected goals against their fourth in overall scoring. I mean, they 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 just got Marchand back and it seems like they're playing very, very well. Um on the other side of the of the puck, the Rangers have, have you know, they've done they've done, you know, what they what was expected of them the last few games and they're coming in on a three game win streak. But I'm a little bit hesitant. Um, I think Igor's lost a little bit of a step compared to last year, and I think some of the pricing, especially at home, is still reflecting what he did last year—just absolutely insane season. Um, so I think it's, this will be a very close game. But if you're going to give me the Bruins plus money at plus 105, plus 110, I think I have to take that all day. So I will—I'll uh, be monitoring the goalie situation and the injury. But I wouldn't be surprised to see this as a as a as a play for me a little bit later on. I think, you know, we'll have to wait to, to make sure Olmark's in goal before we can lock it in. I'm not it would not be a play with Kincaid. But yeah, I've got I've got the Bruins as a favorite here in my number. So I'll easily take the plus money if we get if we get Old Mark.
0: Yeah, and uh the Bruins at plus one nineteen right now at Pinnacle. If you uh if you head over to betstamp.app on your browser, you can see Wow. It's a, it's an odd screen, great odd screen. You can see all the odds for uh, within your state. Um, and right now it looks like plus 119 at Pinnacle and put minus 125 for the Rangers at DraftKings. You guys, so money or Alex, you guys have any opinions or takes on this game or are we moving on to the next? No, I mean, it, it is
1: interesting to see that this number is lined at six and even some shops five and a half, and like, and like Bill alluded to. Uh, this is definitely going to be one of those things where, you know, Shesterkin getting some, some respect and, and the Rangers getting some kind of, of looks at that. and especially the series history between these two teams uh, the under 10 and three last 13 meetings, 5 and one the last six meetings at Madison Square Garden. Wow. I think there might actually be some value on, on going over the total here, especially if you wait live. You might see this number from if you get your book opened at six, you might see this drop to five and a half at plus money, and that wow. may be a good time to fire.
0: I love I love that. So looking like maybe Boston, depending on who plays and who's in net and maybe the over if we can see some proper price action in our favor. All right. Well, on to the next game. We have the Blackhawks uh, home to the uh, Los Angeles Kings right now. Minus one sixty four. The Kings are favored on at North Star bets. Um, Alex, I know you wanted to talk a lot about them, so I won't bury the lead here. I'll just throw it right to you.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a Hawks fan, and I, I'll say it was fun while it lasted. You know, they had some nice wins, beat Detroit at home, something you always want to see no matter if the team's trying to tank or win a cup. Uh, but now, you know, reality has set in. Alex Daylock gets hit in, in the head with uh, by Casey Zizekas. He's on concussion protocol. So now the Hawks are running with their third and fourth string goalies. That would be Arvid Soderblom and Dylan Wells, who they just uh, actually formally signed to a two-way contract yesterday. Uh, He's a guy who was in the Edmonton Oilers organization, uh, I think it was a fifth-round draft pick, kind of bounced around. He was in Rockford. His numbers in the AHL are not good. Uh, And that's the same for Soderblom as well. So now you've got two – Mid-range AHL goalies going up against the LA Kings team that we know can turn on that offense at uh, any given point. I love this team total over for the Kings three and a half. Uh, and you can find dollar ten or dollar fifteen in a couple of shops. I got a dollar ten early this morning. I think the Kings can kind of almost name their score depending on how they go. And we haven't heard a confirmation yet, but it doesn't matter between Soderbaum and Wells. They're pretty much equally as bad in my eyes. So Kings team total over, I really like.
0: Oh yeah, that that definitely is looking good there. And yeah, the the. The the Blackhawks tough tough four game loss streak losing Seth Jones just everything's not going their way even though they weren't they weren't looking to be a good team at the start of the season so it's it's all good I mean okay. um, like the late guess, Dennis
1: Green said they are who we thought they were exactly
0: <laughs> exactly um
2: yeah I'm I, just to echo uh, one one quick thing I I love that look Alex that's a the, I didn't even think about the LA Kings um the over there but yeah I just locked in the Kings in regulation this morning at minus 115 um you know the kings aren't are not very good on defense they're great they're great at generating chances um they're great at putting the puck in the net but they're not good on defense but on the other side of the puck is chicago can't score and um, one of the only reasons that they were had a chance in those first few games was stalock was just standing on his head and now uh yep now they get soldier bloom so yeah i agree with i agree with pretty much everything that alex said and yeah I'm, i'm on the kings here and i think the over three and a half is a great look also
0: Oh, yeah, and uh, that that gave Velarde a shot out of the can to start the year. Crazy story for him. Good for him. Always happy to see a young guy like that succeed in the league. All right, guys, on to the next game and our last game before we get into our best bets. It's going to be the Carolina Hurricanes at the Tampa Bay Lightning, the marquee matchup of the night. um, Looks like Hedman is a game-time decision. Uh, I don't think we have any confirmations on the goalie yet. So, Money, I know you wanted to talk about this one, so I'll start with you.
3: Yeah. So, um, we did make a play on this, uh, a, a little bit earlier. I think the markets uh, drifted out of range. Now we're seeing, um, Carolina, it's, um uh, it's basically a pick em right now. So, um, we, we, we did play them earlier. Um, so besides a weird kind of uncharacteristic performance against the, uh, against the Islanders, um, the, the Canes are playing well, um, which, which for them means, uh, carrying, carrying possession and, and playing stifling defense. So, um, Tampa Bay's a little bit strange right now because they're showing that they're willing to be, they're kind of willing to do the bare minimum to get results. Um, They had good numbers against the Sharks and the Ducks, but of course that's not saying much. Um, They did struggle against the Kings. And even though they got the win against the Islanders in that game with Elliott, um, that was only a scoreboard win. A couple of things I see here. So, they, they and, and and they also got themselves into a coin flip against against Ottawa in a game where they were aided by the Senators, um, who are so undisciplined right now. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going on there with the what the penalties are taking. So, um, what I'm seeing now is a Tampa Bay team that has enough to win against inferior opponents and inconsistent teams, but there's they're struggling when they need to step up in class. Um, of course, we know there's nothing inferior about the. About the Hurricanes right now, so uh, maybe besides um, uh, Freddie Anderson's kind of inconsistency in here to start the season, um, it's a small sample size. Well, we, we we have a big enough sample size on him, so there's no there's no there's no concern there. Um, I, I I'm projecting here Vasilevsky and Anderson. I I, I don't see there's um, that that would change. I'm um, headman. I priced this with Hedman in the lineup, so if he is out, um, we'll get a nice uh, bump there. Um, yeah, so we we played it earlier in um, the plus 115, plus 110 range. Um, unfortunately, right now it's uh, it's um it's it's out of range. But if but if Hedman is in, um, I did price this with him playing. So once um, if he's in, Tampa Bay will get a bump. Um, that's when uh, we might, we we might get some some value on Carolina again.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Right now, looking at the Betstamp odds screen, looks like best price for Carolina is plus a hundred at Northstar. If you're in Ontario, um, but yeah, if you if you want to check out Betstamp and find the best price in your own state or province, um, check it out. Um, you guys have any more takes on that game, or you, you want to head into Best Bets?
1: Yeah, not not much on that one.
0: All right, fair enough. Well, we'll head into best bets. But before we do that, guys, on Twitter one more time, head over to YouTube, guys, because you can interact with us and hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. It's literally free. There's no reason not to. You'll be notified every time we go live. So, um, yeah, hit the subscribe button. Um, uh, Let's get get into our best bets of the night, guys. Um, Starting off with our best prop bets. Uh, I think I started with – yeah, let's start with Bill for our best
2: prop bets of the night um props i'm i'm not looking at a ton of props tonight uh mainly sides and totals i think that as we alluded to earlier i think you could find a pretty good number on it on any of the kings players um to score a goal just because i think that goals would be plenty in that one i'm also looking at the over in the florida and the uh in the sharks game the florida san san jose game so I think that uh, there would be a couple of props on on the Panthers side. Um, I'm not a huge props guy, mainly sides and total, So I'll kick it over to to Alex or uh, or So Money to start off the props.
1: Alex, you want to go ahead then? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Sorry. Yeah, as far as player props, I kind of look more toward team specific props. Yeah, sure. Uh, things like like I said, like the you know team total over with LA tonight. That that's probably one of the things I like uh, the most. But you know, you touched kind of briefly on that Panthers Sharks game. I think the Panthers it might be a decent look at that first period puck line and maybe look at Sergei Bobrovsky saves over. His numbers against uh, the Sharks have been phenomenal, 11-5-1 in his career. A couple of shutouts thrown in there. So uh, maybe Sergei Bobrovsky oversaves. The Sharks might get some good good chances, some good looks. We saw the offense uh, open up a bit in that game against Anaheim. But, I mean, really when it comes down to Florida, if they lock down defensively, uh, it's not going to be too much going in the back of the net. So Florida first period uh, puck line and, and Bobrovsky oversaves. I love that. I love that. And so money, your best prop bet?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't looked at props today, so it's been a it's, it's been oh, a busy morning good. with the with that uh, with that big board. So I've just been uh yeah, monitoring definitely. the uh try, try trying to get out of the morning skates here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, all good. We'll we'll skip that then. Let's head over for our best bets of the night then, guys. Uh, I started with uh, Bill last time, so Alex, let's take it away.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go out to the desert, uh Arizona State University campus. You got the Dallas Stars playing the Arizona Coyotes It's the last coyotes game at home for quite a long time as they go on a fourteen game road trip. Uh hopefully when they come back they'll actually have some real uh dressing rooms for both teams. That'll be nice to see. But uh everybody has mentioned about how lively the ice is and how fast the boards are reacting. And I've been just riding this, even though it's it it is one and two. Should have really been two and one, but I like this first period over MGM. You can get it at minus a dollar twenty-five. Which I think it's a great bargain. And also, people are reacting because Dallas, they are four and six uh last ten games to the first period over. They're, they're trending under like they've been doing the last couple of years. So now the books are kind of reacting, thinking, "Here we go. Here's Dallas again. That's not so fast, my friend. Dallas's offense can actually move the puck around a little bit more than what we've seen in recent years. So I love that first period over tonight.
0: Absolutely. I love that too. Dallas seems to always get labeled as a defensive team, but with the moves that they've made, like, and just the improvements that their team has made overall, I think they're pretty good to score a couple goals. Uh, so money, you got your best bet for the night.
3: I thought I would have a best bet with, uh, with, with Carolina, but, um, I can't, uh, I can't recommend that now at that number. So, um, I, we, we did move on another play in the, in, in the morning that's still, um, it's, it's still kind of in range right now. And I will still do it. It's, um, in St. Louis, uh, the Islanders against the Blues. Um, I'm playing the under six here. Um, we can still get it up to minus 115. That's um, one, 120 would be the cutoff there. Um, so the Blues have been playing well. Well, they haven't been playing well. They've been playing a lot looser lately. Um, and based on based on the evidence that we have with this core, um, I would expect them to start tightening it up, um, especially with the, uh, with the extra practice time and all the stuff coming out of their camp these days about, um, how they've been working on in practice. Um, of course the concern here is that the Islanders are just humming along, um, offensively, um, with their, with, with their offensive generation here. Um, it, and and it hasn't been cheap either because two of those recent games were against Colorado and against Carolina where they were able to generate a lot of chances. So it's not like they're, uh, they're beating up on like the crappy defensive teams either. So um, I, I do like the under here. Um, I don't trust any coach in the league right now um, in terms of their goaltending. So um, I'm expecting Bennington and Ned. That's the way that I've, that I've priced this. Um, and I'm also expecting um, uh, Sorokin too. So um it's a little bit of a risk here because, like I said, I I, I don't trust them, but that's the way that I priced this. So under six, up to minus 120, um, we can still get that in the market, and under the assumption that we're going to get Bennington against uh, Sorokin.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a great price there. Uh, St. Louis, there's murmurs that Barube might be, people might people might be wanting him fired, but. He's he took that team to a Stanley Cup. He's got a longer leash than people realize, and I think the players really do love him there. So I see that as a great bounce back spot and a great, great two, great defensive teams, So I love the under there. And our last pick of the night, Bill, what do you got for us?
2: Uh, I think I'm going we're gonna go out to Calgary now. There's a number of plays I like at um, at the on these favorites, and so I'm we're gonna play the regulation line. And so looking at Calgary regulation minus one thirty is what we locked in this morning. Uh, just generally speaking about the two teams, I'm very, very low on Nashville this year, and it's it's proved you know it's it's worked out pretty well so far. Uh, just looking at some of the numbers, uh, Nashville's 20th in expected goals against, uh, and then even the goalie matchup. There's a there's a huge disparity. Uh, Saros is is sort of losing a step. He's 34th in goals saved above expectation, where normally we would see him you know in that top 10 range. And so I think if you can get, uh, I think if you can get Calgary in regulation below minus one forty, minus one thirty, I think that's a good play. They should easily handle this Predators team at home. So that's what we're gonna go with: is the, uh, the Calgary Flames minus one thirty in, in in the sixty minute regulation.
0: Awesome! I love all those plays, guys. Shaping up to be a great night for the Edgework shows. Betstamp account, guys, go follow the Edgework show Betstamp account. You get notified every time we lock plays in on there live, right as they happen. And I think that's it for us today, guys. Um, so thank you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. If you're on Twitter, come over to YouTube, hit the subscribe button. You'll be notified every time we go live. And uh, if you're looking for some more betting content on, on the hammer HQ, Twitter account, we'll be having a NBA props bet show. So uh, tune into that. Uh, Pips NBA and Jacob Grimeña, uh host the show. They do a great job at it. They've been crushing the last couple of days. So check that out. If you're interested in that, um, that's it from us today, guys. Good luck on your bets for so money at so money sports. For rusty bill at rusty underscore bill. For Alex Smith at AX Smith Sports. I'm Jason Cooper. Thank you guys so much for watching, Edrick today. Have a have a good rest of your day.
2: Yep.